0: Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Diane.
1: My name is Pete.
0: Welcome, Pete.
1: Oh, thank you so much. So this is a special podcast. It's almost like the farewell tour or something. Oh, yeah, I guess so. You're going to be away for two weeks in Brazil, so. I am. This is kind of our our last time to talk and share stories. hmm Sad. So sad. Or so happy. I don't know. Whatever. I'll be back
0: really (laughs) soon. Yeah. And then we're going to do a three-part series on Tales from Brazil.
1: Or it'll be really boring and you have nothing to say.
0: Maybe. Yeah. That could happen too.
1: Are you getting excited at least? Yes. You're not just freaking out anymore, right?
0: Uh, Yes. I'm getting kind of excited. Pauline, my friend in Brazil, just sent me an email saying, Hey, you remember I have a horse, right? You can ride my 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 horse. You're going (laughs) to
1: ride a horse?
0: I may ride a horse. That's cool. Yeah. So that's fun. And they're sending a car to pick me up from the airport. Oh, nice. Oh, la la. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and <laughs> they're sending some poor undergraduate student to come get me with the driver of the car. Hmm. Uh, apparently, he's funny and he speaks English.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's so, two good qualities, I guess, yes, for what you need in that for guide.
0: A two and a half hour car ride.
1: <laughs> oh, two and a half hour car ride. Oy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is quite the trek to Brazil. I was not aware Uh that to fly all the way to Sao Paulo took 10 and a half to 11 hours.
1: Yeah, and that's only part of the trip, right? It is. You got the car drive too.
0: I do. And I have to, I connect from the States. So I have to fly to the States first. Uh And then I do the long flight to Sao Paulo. And then I have to do another shorter flight to the uh, airport closest to where I will be and then someone picks me up and it's a two and a half, three hour car ride to get there. Awesome. Which they'll probably be like, tell us everything and I'll be like, I want to sleep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's similar to our trip to Ireland, right? Like, Yes, very much so. We arrived there after I don't know how many hours of traveling and suddenly three and hours of sleep and then it's like the morning of the next day and you're like, I am not ready to start my day.
0: Yes. Yeah. It feels like two o'clock in the morning, but really it's one o'clock in the afternoon.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like 7 a.m. or something. It was like literally like you're beginning your day.
0: Yes. And we just wanted to sleep.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So, so. so it's finally happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I picked up my visa today, which I was a little bit nervous about because I leave tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm. You need to show me that. You said it sounds really sparkly and cool.
0: Yeah. It looks very official. Um, you know, your passport is kind of like plasticized and like your yeah. pictures all in there. That's basically what the visa looks like. It's a piece of plasticized something that they stuck onto a page of your passport, mm-hmm. um, has my picture, terrible picture, has my picture. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, all my information, my date of birth, my passport number Nice. visa was issued on this day. It's good for, I think like five years and multiple trips into Brazil. So now that I have it, I could go multiple times if I wanted to
1: for how many years?
0: Five?
1: Oh, okay That's like not it's, bad.
0: it's called a tourist visa
1: wow what was that <laughs> okay
0: your mail has arrived yeah all right it's a giant box that went <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay i think what that weird noise was in the background it got louder and it seems to have stopped now
0: mm-hmm. i think he's done okay uh anyways yes for a tourist visa to brazil it's good for multiple trips of multiple short trips Mm-hmm. So you can't stay for extended periods of time, but you can do multiple short
1: trips. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So this means you have the possibility of doing it some more, if this turns out to be good.
0: I could, yeah. Or useful. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we just got back from our favorite bar. We were going to the Granite. Yes. Over at uh, Eglinton Mount Pleasant. A little shout out to them. And uh, mm-hmm. we were hanging out, just having a last little Canadian dinner, I guess, for you. Mm-hmm. Before you head out tomorrow. And, um you were saying how awesome it is that you get to put on your resume that you were selected to go to another country to share your knowledge. Yes. That's pretty cool.
0: Yes. I was asking, my prof and I were kind of discussing the trip, and he's kind of saying, like, you know, don't think you're going to go there and in two and a half weeks magically change everything that they do and make uh, it all work really well. <laughs> like,
1: wait, so Brazil's not a world leader in change? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not a world leader in research.
1: I don't know. I was trying to make a joke. It totally fell down. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, you're not going to change the world. I'm in, not going to change the world, in Brazil.
0: but it's something that you can put on your CV as you were invited to come here to share your expertise.
1: Yeah. It's that's very cool. cool. Very, very cool. Mm
0: So, um, yeah, I'm not exactly sure in what way I'm sharing my expertise. I assume they'll have things that they may want me to look at that I can walk in and be like, yeah. (laughs) 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 And also, only like four people there speak English. So this could be fun.
1: Out of how many? Like 20. It's a 20-people lab, eh?
0: It's a very big lab. Um, Like when Pauline came to our lab, we had, well, at the time, just me and my supervisor, and then she came yeah and we had all this space to use and it's really nice to have all this space because you can spread out and do things you know properly and you have lots of room to work and you don't have to worry too much about contaminating things and um yeah i guess there it's a little bit more packed nice so we'll see how they work because they still do everything that we do
1: same machines, same everything kind of thing. Uh,
0: yeah, very similar machines just okay. from like different companies and stuff.
1: So you think you'll be at home, but away from home. Mm-hmm. Hoping anyway. Yes, yeah. we'll see. It's mm-hmm. all in the air. We don't really know.
0: I know. So, yeah.
1: Huh. So, what do you want to talk about today?
0: Um, before
1: you go away,
0: you wanted to hear more about muscle.
1: I don't want to Michael. hear about science stuff. Sure, it's yeah. been a while. Like the uh, last couple of podcasts. I mean, we did one about Nintendo, we did one about uh, American election, and a lot of these have been calls that I've made, like, we should talk about this, we should talk about that. These are mm-hmm. current events that interest me, mm-hmm. and I have been doing a lot of talking, so I feel like, hey, it's time for Diane to pick something that she wants to talk about, and I thought you could talk about your trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we can also talk about what we usually start with, like what's new in the week.
0: It's true. And I did just invite a friend over and watch all four episodes of the new Gilmore Girls series that just came on to Netflix.
1: That's something.
0: Which was, we were really excited about that. Um, Hasn't been on, you know, in a really long time. Yeah. And just kind of revamped. and.
1: Let's do it. Let's TV time this. What do you got?
0: Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, a lot of really cool cameos or kind of characters showing up, even if they just showed up for, you know, like a five minute little sketch Mm -hmm. here or there, but you're like, oh my goodness, it's that person. Yeah. (laughs) And someone from high school came in and they got all catty like right away. And the girl was like, (laughs) man, yeah. Is it 2003 still?
1: (laughs) Is that when the show came out? 2003? Yeah. Something around there.
0: She was in high school for a couple of years. So it was one of those earlier years. It was somewhere around there. Um, and yeah, just you know, a bunch of characters would appear. There were points in the in the show where we're like, what's going on? And then like something would kind of come out, like the Life and Death Brigade
1: happened. Life and Death Brigade.
0: Yes. This was the society that one of Rory's boyfriends belonged to at Yale.
1: Oh, it sounds like a band name. I think it is a band name. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Death Brigade. But anyway, continue. Okay.
0: Uh, well, they would basically just... It's a bunch of people who had a lot of money so they would put on these stunts and it would basically just be like a big party and there's always some thrill that happens. Um, and Rory went with them one time to document it for the newspaper. Right. Um, so it was a big part of part of the show. So they brought back a little Life and Death Brigade. A uh, hmm. little ske- sketch there. Um, they had Luke's Diner, which has a new updated sign. It no longer says just no cell phones, it's no cell phones, no taking pictures of your food, no man buns. Right. What else was on there? A bunch of, like, Luke things. Uh, <laughs> it
1: was like, if uh, if you're wearing headphones, why can I still hear your music? Yes. Or something like that.
0: Yes, something like that.
1: Yeah, I caught a bit uh, of it before I headed out, but mm-hmm. I'll leave my comments for later. Let me let you continue.
0: Oh, um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. There was a part in one of the episodes where they did a Star's Hollow musical, which was getting a little bit long <laughs> but
1: they did a musical
0: they did a stars hollow musical and it was basically the history of stars hollow stars hollow in uh, musical form
1: was it like I just guess. a five minute sketch it or? was like 10 minutes oh really it
0: was like going on a little bit long <laughs> i think that's the one too. part where i was like Ugh. <laughs> can we fast forward this so i there- really want to know what's going on with the rest of the characters
1: <laughs> so it was four episodes
0: It was four episodes.
1: And they are like an hour long?
0: They were an hour and a half long. Hour
1: and a half. So it was like watching four movies. Yep. Wow.
0: Yep. And we had Mm. snacks and we took uh, bathroom breaks, pee breaks, Mm. um, making food breaks. But otherwise we watched it like start to finish.
1: Yeah, I wondered about that because I left around maybe two. And I think I got back around seven. Yep. You guys were still going. Yep. So that was pretty crazy.
0: And we had already been quite a fair bit into the first one before yeah, yeah. you Yeah,
1: I, I caught quite <laughs> a bit of it. And I actually noticed, like, I saw most of the first one. Or I don't even know, probably not most of it, maybe half. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did notice, and, you know, I've seen Gilmore Girls from time to time. You, you've been chain-watching that on Netflix as soon as it came out. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, it definitely has a very different pace to it than other TV shows. Like, yes. Their conversation is full of so many syllables and at (laughs) such a fast pace that you really need to pay attention to this show. And I noticed that immediately when this new one started, because it was just like... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, Oh, really? Is that what you think? Yes, that's what I thought thought was going to do that. And it was just like, wow, people don't... I mean, (laughs) I don't talk like that. I talk much slower and...
0: That's, that's part of the charm, charm yes, of it, absolutely. is this mother-daughter banter back and forth.
1: No, but I'm glad that they nailed that. But it's not just mother-daughter. All the characters do it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it, Whether it's a neighbor or some guy who stumbles into the coffee store.
0: That's true.
1: There's joke, 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 jokes. Mm-hmm. It's very high-paced. And this is kind of interesting because this is, this is an older show where mm-hmm. we didn't have as much of an attention deficit disorder as oh. we do now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess it is post Family Guy. Maybe it's around the same time, because I think that show really changed things too. But yeah, it's 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 interesting that they nailed the pace. I, I noticed as soon as they were playing, it's like yeah, everyone's older, and it's like wow, look at how different everyone looks. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like it is the same show. The same producer, same everything. Like, yep, it, it, it really, was written and directed by it. the same
0: people, um, and a lot of you know the characters kind of just fell back in, into being those characters because I've seen some of the actors on other shows, yeah. and they're completely different. And they'll come back, and it is definitely Paris Keller that is <laughs>
1: right, <yeah. laughs> walking
0: and talking as an older version of Paris Keller.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought that was strange. I remember you were watching How to Get Away with Murder, and mm-hmm. she was in that, mm-hmm. and she's still like not a very nice character, but uh you know to the umph degree and
0: Mm -hmm. and but the uh, mannerisms are completely different oh yeah they just go back and they just play paris geller and it's like oh man
1: right back into it yeah that's got to be something Uh kind of fun as an actor i imagine Mm -hmm. to be able to just go back into that yeah like the only thing i could relate to is maybe like getting back together with my old band yard trip like after seven years we played a Mm -hmm. show together yeah and it was was, like just going right back to all the old tunes and remembering how they all played. And they all came back very quickly. And it was like, you're right yes. back into that role, right back into that thing. And yes. just, boom, play another show. And
0: our sister-in-law said, you played exactly the same. Your like mannerisms and everything oh, yeah. on stage were exactly the same as it used to be.
1: Just totally locked right back into that, mm-hmm. that, that thing. And I remember feeling that way too. It like, it's like, oh, I just don't need to think about it. You just, just lock right back into that. do. And they've been probably doing, how many seasons was the original Gilmore Girls?
0: Eight or nine.
1: Yeah, so they obviously uh-huh. established their character, and yep. it was probably automatic for them. Mm-hmm. So I could see that being pretty yeah. easy.
0: So it was a lot of fun, and there's a cliffhanger at the end indicating that they are going to do further something with That's this. That's a twist. Yeah. I thought it was just going to be kind of a revamp. We're coming back for this short stint. Yeah. Whatever, here you go. But they left it quite Quite open-ended.
1: So, you think it's intentionally designed for more?
0: Yeah, there's so many unanswered questions.
1: Like, it can't just be a well. That was a fascinating ending to just enjoy or interpret, so. or is it really like there's a pretty big bombshell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. or maybe they will move. just
0: leave it kind of hanging out there. And it didn't feel like I was talking to my other friend afterwards. There's a series of books called The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yes. And there were four books. Yes. You mentioned
1: that, this on the podcast before. Have I mentioned this before? Yeah.
0: I get like, that <sighs> yeah. series should have stopped. And in the fourth book, they yeah. lose the pants. And you yeah. think, great. They've lost the pants. This is the end of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants series. They're still going to be best buddies. Yeah. But the pants that brought them together and that made this whole thing, they're gone. Um, and then she came back and wrote another book. Actually, like, you know what?
1: I remember when you said it before. Yes. It was actually in Field Processor episode 12. Okay. Uh, it was one of the outtakes at the very end of the episode. You're you're mentioning that, how they had to kill them. And And <laughs> yes. um, at that point, I spilled some water and was trying to, to soak it up, uh-huh. I guess, with my bare foot. And mm-hmm. everyone's laughing, and there's lots of screaming, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, check that out if you want sometime. Fieldprocessor.com. Boom plug. Yes. Now, so
0: this ending it didn't feel like the series is being like dragged on forever and just milked for all it's got like it still feels like there's a story or something to explore there with the characters
1: yeah that's good Mm -hmm. that's very good well i'm assuming netflix does i mean they must do some kind of analytics on their Mm -hmm. shows that i've heard them share that they don't tell the creators how well they're doing
0: Oh, okay. Because like, they want okay. everyone
1: to just create their material yes. as it is. And they don't mm-hmm. even want to give like favoritism to ones that might be performing better. Okay. But they certainly know that since they dropped the Gilmore Girls on Netflix, mm-hmm. that must have been trending and being watched a lot. Because it, yeah. it certainly seemed, I mean, just, I, I'm only seeing the limited group but it seemed like you were watching it all the time and then on your facebook feeds it seemed like everyone was watching it and even in the internet i would see memes suddenly pop up with Mm -hmm. gilmore girls so it's like it suddenly became uh very prevalent again once it went on netflix so there must Mm -hmm. be analytics of it and it's like hey there's a market here and they then they explored doing it what i find really interesting is that they didn't uh no one spilled any beans that there could be more that's mm. that's really impressive. Yes, yes. In this age of everything getting leaked all the time, everything's not news. That actually dropped. Well, I mean, you did a very good job of not watching or reading anything. So, no. oh my goodness. So maybe that's part of it. Um, I peeked at a review. I was really curious. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say anything to you, but um, mm-hmm. they were favorable reviews. So I was like, okay, good. She's going to enjoy herself.
0: Yes, not I'm going to have to go console <laughs> <laughs> My poor wife. Disappointed wife. It'll be How I Met Your Mother, part two.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. (laughs) That was rough. That (laughs) That was rough. (laughs) First world problems when a TV show goes bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All done?
0: Yes. All right.
1: Okay. This will segue well then. So, on that day, it was actually kind of fun. I I left out and I went out to hang out with my buddy. uh, And I was feeling a little bit tired and possibly hungover from the night before. Mm hmm. And was not really in the mood to do anything special. So I thought I was just going to hang out with him on his couch or something. And, and I'll play some games. and, Or maybe jam a little on a guitar. Mm-hmm. Something chill. Listen to music. I thought that's what we would do. Because um, usually on Sundays, all he does is stay in his pajamas all day. Okay. So that's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But instead, I get there and he's like all ready to like start jogging and stuff. I show up at his house It's like, hey man, you want to go out? We're going to, we should go check out some places. Like it's a nice day. And it was a nice day on Sunday. It was really warm. I mean, not too warm, but like nice in November. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we first went down to, uh, Blur and Young and we were checking out some shops over there. There's a retro game store, game center around that area. It's pretty cool. And uh, then we were like, hey, let's go look at some music. And I was like, hey, I'm in the market for an acoustic bass. I'm mm-hmm. trying to find one of those. I was like, all right, let's go to Steve. So we go down to uh, college in Spadina. And then he's like, hey, hey, let's go to Kensington Market. It's just around the corner. And we walked over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was weird. I don't know when the last time you've been to Kensington Market is.
0: And actually walked around in there? A really like long time. Yeah,
1: it's it's different. Okay, um, different how. Well, two things. One is it's, it's it used to be a really cheap place. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't necessarily look fantastic, but it was just all about you can get cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of good stuff, but mostly just cheap. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of fancy dancy and full of young oh. people who dress a certain way. Got I guess hipster? they're called the hipsters. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a hot spot. Secondly... Uh, I was getting explained from my friend about how there's all these dispensaries here. And I didn't know what he was talking about. But in plain sight, like this isn't hidden at all. And I I was asking him about if This is a Trudeau thing. But like they have people just with their big signs, like spray paint on the walls. They come here to buy weed. This is where you can get weed. Hmm. And then you pass another. It's like, don't go there. Go to my place. It's better. And they're like stores. And they're called like dispensaries, and he's like, "Yeah, you can just go here and buy." And like, they're not even like, there's nothing like this isn't secret. Like these are like billboards. Yes. Like it's like, hey, just go here. Uh huh. I was like, what? This this is like going to just pick up like Coca Cola. Like. Uh huh. I was like, is it legal now? I didn't know Trudeau made any movements. It's like, oh no, 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 No. not at all. (laughs) Like what? What is this? I don't understand this. So that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So there was like four or five different places, dispensaries in Kensington Market. All right. Where you can pick up that if you're so inclined. Um, and after that, well, we went to, we were going to go to a, a pub and then we went to a different pub and I don't remember the name of it, but it was really delightful. They had like uh, 45 Ontario craft beers on tap. Oh, it was sweet. It's pretty sweet. Um, it was a really neat decor. I really wish I could remember the name of the place because, my, again, my buddy pointed it out to me and I didn't notice. He was like, what I like about this place is all of the tables are set up almost like cafeteria where they're the long tables. Okay. And there's all the seats. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost designed in a way to force you to be social. Mm-hmm. So it's like whether you're at the bar or you're at a table, mm-hmm. you'll always end up sitting next to someone mm-hmm. and it's usually pretty busy in there. And sure enough, you know, we struck up a couple of conversations with some people. So it was pretty neat. Cool. And at that point, I started to feel better. Right. Got, got a little juice in me and mm-hmm.
0: uh, had a walk, was physical like, exercise, you know, fresh
1: air. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was really great. We got to check out my old neighborhood. I went to U of T uh, for school, um, specifically one of the buildings there, an old art building. Was one of these oldest buildings in Toronto, at uh, College, uh, College in Spadina? I think it's around there. I think that's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, very close to that. Interesting. Next to the Addiction Center. Mm-hmm. Um, that place looks amazing now. They've been renovating it for years. Like, Cam H? Yeah, it looks entirely they different.
0: Put some additions on there. Like that yeah.
1: place used to be such a dive. It was so wild, though, going there, because I'd spend all-nighters in that building, and it seemed like it was haunted. It was just super spooky. It was cool, though. (laughs) I
0: don't want Your U of T building or the mental health building? No,
1: not the (laughs) mental health building. I never spent time there. I mean, the the U of T building. Okay. The mental health building was in way better shape than our building. Um, Well, they've improved that one, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then he used to live around there, too, near the public library and here on. Uh, so we got to check that out. Then we headed to Ossington, went out to a place called Tall Boys, mm-hmm. Ossington and Danforth. Oh, I hit up Sonic Boom. I haven't been there for years. That was awesome. That place is great. Mm-hmm. So I was just like all around Toronto is having a good little, uh, Toronto day in, in Toronto. And it's, it's, it's good. I'm glad he got me to do that. And I told him afterwards, like, you know, thanks for doing that. Cause so often, and I've I always told this story before, is like, I used to live like Literally next door to Casa Loma, and I'd pass that mm-hmm. every day. I'd go up and down those Baldwin steps, and I never entered the building, never visited. I was always like, oh, it'd be kind of neat to check this place out, and I never did it in the 12 months I was there, but uh, it's good. It's good to finally make an effort to, you know, see some Toronto things. See your city. Yeah, and we got some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are places I don't normally go, especially Kensington Market. I wouldn't think to go there normally, but it was... It was an interesting trip. Cool. Yeah. A lot of graffiti, though.
0: You pick out the graffiti.
1: I I do. I seem to notice Mm -hmm. that. Yep. (laughs) That's my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Nice. So those are the weekends.
1: Those are the weekends.
0: Those were our weekend. Um, Yeah. And the Friday before that, Marsha finally defended her, his, her, their master's thesis. It's a he.
1: Yeah. We always called him a he.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that's done. It's exciting.
1: The lazy Marsha.
0: The lazy Marsha got through.
1: Got his master's.
0: Got his master's. I'm just so
1: thankful it wasn't a doctorate, because no, no him w- a doctor would just be wrong.
0: It wouldn't have stretched on this long and been considered a PhD.
1: So how many years was he doing his master's for?
0: Ooh, three and three months.
1: That doesn't sound that bad.
0: Well... If you'd gone another eight months, he could have had a PhD because I'll probably be finishing up in that amount of time.
1: Okay. So I you can put so.
0: that in perspective.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. Just every time I always heard someone has a, a master's or someone has a PhD or a doctorate and it mm-hmm. always seems like that's something that takes a long time to get. So if I hear three and a half years, I'm just like, oh, that's it. Well, in I our field, know.
0: it should take you two. It depends on the field of study. If you're like a history major, it can take six years to do a PhD. I guess so. If you're a physiology major, it's usually like four.
1: I've been working wow. on my That's job for over five years. I feel like I should get a doctorate in that. <laughs> doctorate in stupidity. Come on. Oh, boy. Come on. Do
0: you have stories? Do you want to vent? Do you need no, to vent? No, I don't
1: really. It's just uh, not really. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing really exciting happened today. Nothing funny anyway. It's just, it's just work, work, work. Mm-hmm. So
0: when I mentioned that this master's thesis happened, you were starting to ask me questions about what he was studying. Yeah. So I thought I could go over some of that.
1: All right. Tell me all about it. Well. What's Marcia doing?
0: um, Marcia looked at muscle. Mm -hmm. So skeletal muscle. uh, Basically the muscle that helps you move. So he was looking at different leg muscles. And skeletal muscle has different... Different muscles will have different characteristics. So some of them have lots more of something called mitochondria.
1: I've heard that before.
0: Yep. And mitochondria are responsible for basically making energy for the for the muscle, for the cell. Um but they require some oxygen and they require a little bit more time to make energy than say a process that just breaks down glucose into its very into like pyruvate
1: or Something. Pyruvate. Yes,
0: pyruvate. <laughs> I like sorry. how you were
1: like, I need to find a simple word that he'll understand. Pause, yeah. pause. How about pyruvate?
0: Well, that's what it is. Anyways, the process that makes energy using mitochondria takes longer than the process that can just happen in the cytoplasm of the cell without the mitochondria that just breaks down the food. Wow. Yes. So some muscles have lots of mitochondria which means that they are endurance muscles. So they can produce energy at a slower rate, but can produce it for a very long time. And then there's other muscles that don't have as much mitochondria, so they can produce much more energy faster, but then they're the muscles that you would use for sprinting as opposed to like a marathon. Mm. So there's these different muscle types. And basically his thesis was looking at whether a high fat diet affects all the different muscle types in the same way like damages them in the same way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, uh, we had animals, rats, we fed them a 60% high fat diet, some were exercised, some were not. And then we looked at what happened to basically looked at how the muscle responds to insulin.
1: Okay. Yeah. And you were saying, uh, well, is this similar to your field? Because you were saying you knew everything he was talking about.
0: We worked very closely together. Mm -hmm. So we'd use the same model and he would take the muscles out and I would take the fat out. So then I would look at what was happening to the fat and the changes that were happening to the fat. And then he would look at the muscle. And most recently in one of my projects that I did where I had the animals exposed to cold, I started to look at the muscles. So I started to do all the same measures that he would have done for his study. So I started to understand what they were looking at Mm -hmm. a lot more. Um, so a lot of it was very familiar to me. And then of course I, I knew all the protocols for exercising the animals, what we fed them, how we divided them into groups, kind of all the beginning stuff before we took the tissue out. Um, so yeah, so I was able to follow pretty well with what he was doing. I'd say he did pretty good answering all the questions.
1: Except for one.
0: He was a little confused at one point. And it was funny because the prof asking him is the prof. You're supposed to have an outside professor. So a okay. professor that's not in kinesiology to evaluate oh, okay. the student yeah. as a kind of like a like a like a check. Like, yeah. a, you know, you bring someone in from the outside that's not involved.
1: That's um, a good call, actually. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. That's what
0: you do for all masters or PhD defenses. So this guy was not familiar with, well, how, how do you exercise animals? How do you divide mm-hmm. them into groups? How do you do these sorts of things? Right. So uh, Marcia was trying to explain that. And was just kind of not quite explaining it as well as they could have. But we got through it. So it was kind of someone who didn't know what was going on, and someone trying to explain it without knowing what was going on, and <laughs> them trying to understand it collectively together.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. And then when it came turn for my own professor to ask a question, he just kind of clarified that whole point.
1: So I have a I have a fun question I was thinking about as you're explaining all this. Mm-hmm. Did was there a point like early on in the scientific community where they decided they would make everything named with? Uh, multiple syllables just to make sure like you weeded out the stupid people like what like why does it have to be mitochondria
0: oh it's some greek word
1: is it based on yeah like (laughs) latin and greek but even then like yeah wouldn't it be very interesting if science used like simple words for all of these complicated terms like Um, you need to put the blarg into the (laughs) oogie
0: (laughs) well it's funny could you imagine
1: having a straight face and like those are the terms
0: um, some things are shortened down. So like. there's something called CRISPR, which stands that's for something better. much longer.
1: That's much better.
0: Um, yeah. So there's things that are shortened down, but then I find it's funny that there's um, acronyms
1: too. There's acronyms. Like yeah. we,
0: we have a loading control. We call it gap D H and it's G A P D H. And it stands for a word that's like, 20 syllables long. Okay. So that's kind of shortened. Still three syllables. Um, Still (laughs) three syllables. I always find it funny in science too when they're um, doing kind of initial studies on proteins. They'll name them in sequential order. So they'll be like TAC one, two, three, and four. Right. But then along the way they'll figure out that TAC three actually doesn't belong in that family. It belongs somewhere else. So they give it uh, a completely different name. Okay. So now you're stuck with the TAC family that's one, two, and four. And you're like, where's three? What happened to three?
1: <laughs> three got disowned.
0: <laughs> Three's something else now. But now you're stuck with one, two, and four, which have been characterized as one, two, and four. So then you're stuck with this really odd hmm. order. And that happens a number of times. And when you're an undergrad trying to learn <laughs> proteins in a in a cascade, it just seems so confusing so when it's that
1: don't its other logic the science thing. Eh? It is,
0: and you have to dig back into the history a little bit to figure out how they named things. And hmm. if something's newly discovered and three groups have discovered it, they'll have three different names. So there's a right. little while where there's three different names floating around until somehow you come up with this collective name that we're going to use.
1: Yeah, we have that problem with technology, too, right? Yes. Like, uh, well, certainly yes. Apple recently, is, mm-hmm. they're really pushing their proprietary button and, and technology at the same time. So it's like they're coming up with great new things, but it's like, we're going to call it this. And no one else gets to use it. And then it's like, well, Android's like, yeah, hey, we kind of made something similar, but we're going to call it this. Mm-hmm. One company's calling their operating system a lion Mm -hmm. or some cat, and then one of them's calling them a jelly bean, and then another company is going to call it a. I don't even know what Blackberry was calling their things. Just Blackberries? I don't know.
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: Anyway, this is five years ago, so already it's outdated. But Mm -hmm. it's just, it is. It's interesting that people are always Mm -hmm. inventing, And, and the world is so big, so it's not unlikely for people to come up with multiple ideas at the same time
0: yep no nope. yeah. totally happens um yeah so i would say the general conclusion from this thesis was that all the muscles regardless of their fiber type still get damaged in the same way with a high fat diet yeah if you just sit around yeah
1: see so this is the fun part about your masters and your phds mm-hmm. is you can graduate without actually discovering anything you kind of just go yeah well i mean nothing happens that's an
0: answer It's just a negative answer. Like uh, a friend of mine was uh, testing out the effects of a drug on um, kind of muscle damage in a muscular dystrophy model. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had a good hypothesis and a theory behind why they wanted to use this drug. But they basically found the drug didn't help right so i mean you're excluding that drug from being a possible therapeutic that you want to investigate further but you have a whole paper that basically says mm, didn't do anything
1: <laughs> yeah it's just it's interesting because i'm i'm pretty sure it's totally in contrast to my grade eight science project where it's like if you didn't have a definitive answer mm-hmm. like if it's just like well it didn't really do anything you that would like fail the project that is an answer that's, though that's great it didn't matter Like in those science days, you had to create a project which would lead to something. Like it had to be something, not just, oh, it is what it is.
0: Well, a negative (laughs) result is still a result.
1: I know, but they didn't accept negative results.
0: That's unfortunate because that's not true science. (laughs) No, it's not.
1: In grade 8, I was taught, you know, it has to do something.
0: Yeah. When I think back to like high school science, actually high school started to get more interesting. But like public school and middle school science was not cool it was really boring
1: well and it had to go somewhere
0: so only only up from there
1: well no i stopped taking it oh i see that's when i you know did Uh, creative writing instead mm,
0: yeah no biology started to get more interesting that's when it started to get more interesting yeah but uh yeah those first few years was like watching chips dissolve in water (laughs) it was like
1: really Uh uh-huh what does that teach you
0: I don't know how things dissolve
1: (laughs) that teacher was not fantastic (laughs) and in water
0: starch-based I don't know
1: very useful uh
0: yeah (laughs) anyways so now I do science and I think it's cool somehow I got here
1: (laughs) all right well to turn it all around you're going Mm -hmm. to Brazil that is the big ticket item we started the show with it we should Mm -hmm. probably end the show with it um any thoughts things you're looking forward to, this would be a great way to put in predictions of what you're expecting. Ooh, true. Because then you can be like later on going, wow, it was not at all like that. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I'm nervous for the flight there and back. So we'll see how that whole experience goes because there's yeah. multiple stops. stops and changeovers. Um, I'm kind of predicting that it's going to be very laid back when I go there. I'm used to working pretty strictly and efficiently and... You know, you got to produce results right away. So I think it's going to be more laid back. Um, I have a wild thought that I'll, you know, work on my literature review or something while I'm wow. down there because I'll have so much free time. Um,
1: Maybe on the plane you will, but I can't imagine being in a country and having a bunch of free time. Like,
0: yeah, everything's mm-hmm. going
1: to be so exciting and stimulating. Mm-hmm. You can't just yes. stop.
0: Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, so I'm practicing using this app on my iPad practicing like some Portuguese phrases Um, it has an interesting way of teaching like it doesn't it almost doesn't start with um, like just words and just learning words, it kind of starts with words and sentences. And any word you haven't seen before, it's underlined. So you can tap on it and see what the meaning is. And it yeah. just kind of builds sentences, sentences, sentences. There's matching. There's listening and typing it back. Yeah. There's um, reading it and typing it back. Um, so it has an interesting way of working. And I still haven't learned how to say I need to go to the bathroom, <laughs> which I think is important. <laughs> or where's the bathroom? Yeah. Um, but that's in the guidebook. So I can just check that. Um, so we'll see if that's actually helpful and if I can pick things up, even just like simple things while yeah. I'm around a lot of Portuguese speaking people.
1: So go somewhere where there's um, a lot of water and then maybe you'll yes. hear someone say, I had to go to the bathroom.
0: Agua. Agua's water. I got that.
1: Yeah. I assume that's where people who need to go to the bathroom will be.
0: Probably. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how that how that works out um brazil is also very well known for their um soap operas oh, apparently really? they're like all real into these telenovelas right. well you gotta check that so out so maybe i need to check that out because i'll have a tv uh, in my hotel room so maybe i can check one of those out and i'll be like completely addicted when i come back like <laughs> pete
1: <laughs> oh dear no that
0: would be funny yeah it would um um i think yeah and otherwise i'm just kind of open to see where we go, what we eat, apparently they have a lot of meat, really good meat.
1: Hmm. Good thing um, you're not a vegetarian.
0: Yes, because when they do barbecue, they do like a huge chunk of meat on the barbecue, and it's really good, apparently.
1: Yeah, most cultures do that.
0: Except us. Yeah. Here's your little tiny hamburger. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. I guess we have some big portions, too. We supersize things, so.
0: Yes, but we don't take it like... We don't take like a whole half a cow and put it on the barbecue. Oh, no, no.
1: We throw additives into it and other garbage. That's horrible for you.
0: Yes. Yeah. So this might be a little more authentic. Yeah. So that could be really yummy. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, and I hope that my body adjusts to new foods and is happy.
1: I think you'll be all right.
0: I'm pretty like I don't I don't have like a weak stomach and I'm pretty good at, you know, <laughs> that seems odd maybe i won't eat that <laughs> i'll mm. stick to something like this and work my way up to that
1: yeah yeah
0: sort of thing um
1: do you know yeah. if it will be warm
0: yes it's um i was checking the long range forecast 25 to 30 degrees every day wow Woo! it's gonna be such a shock coming home it does seem to be kind of you know rainy like there's um it looks like rain whoops half the time mm-hmm over, like, the 14-day forecast, there was rain on, like, seven of the days. Okay. Which, that's long range, so who knows what will actually happen. But I've got my raincoat, I've got my rain shoes, like, my flip-flops. You're set. I will be, I will be okay. You'll I don't, be inside I don't a lot, too. Me. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I don't have to, like, sit outside and wait for buses to get me places. Like, someone's coming to pick me up. And
1: yeah, so what is this? Home. You have a driver? What is this about? Um, like they're sending so, a cab for you or do they have their own driver service? I think
0: the university has like a service really? where they pick up um, guests from wow. the airport. I You're don't like know. You're like an ambassador. Kind of. What? Maybe they'll have like a sign with my name spelled incorrectly on it. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's the other thing too is D is pronounced like J there.
1: Oh. So my name?
0: Janne. Yeah. Jeanne. Diane. Um, so I think for like the airport pickup, they have a, a vehicle that's coming to get me. But on the normal day to day, I'm staying in a hotel and someone's supposed to pick me up from the hotel and take me to school and then take me back at the end of the day. So. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's kind of nice. And makes me feel a lot more comfortable that I'm not going to have to navigate a transit system. <laughs> without being able to speak the language
1: okay so last expectation how much work do you think you will do in the next two weeks
0: moderate amount
1: moderate amount yes right because i want to compare this what you think you're getting into yes and to what you actually get because i think you could still be surprised either direction
0: that's true that's true but i i'm gonna say moderate i'm not like, I don't think it's going to be just like, ah, just just sit there and just listen to stuff. But I also don't think it's going to be like, we're going in at 7 o'clock in the morning and we'll drive you back home at 9.30 at night. Ooh. I don't think it's going to be that.
1: Well, those are two very extremes. But yes, yes. somewhere in the, middle, <laughs> somewhere I think in the you, middle, I think that's a good guess that you will be somewhere in the middle of uh, those two things.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, there'll be a bit of a hiatus because I'm actually gone for three weekends. Yes. Um, but we'll try and... Back up and running. When we get back. Yes.
1: So yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with the podcast. Maybe this is a slight farewell for a few weeks. I mm-hmm. mean, the holidays are coming up, and that's when a lot of people tend to take breaks too. So I don't I don't know. I haven't really planned. I mean, if mm-hmm. someone comes by and feels like doing it, I'll do it. But uh, if if it's just me, I think we're pretty much announcing there will be a pause an ordinary day podcast for a little (laughs) bit A brief
0: hiatus yeah a
1: brief hiatus
0: and then we'll come back and record a whole bunch
1: and we'll record a whole bunch and we'll have a lot of stories
0: we will because uh my friend is getting married like pretty much as soon as i get back
1: oh yeah we're doing a whole bunch
0: yeah so we'll have lots of kind of fun stories Mm -hmm. she probably won't let us podcast her wedding
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness you're ridiculous and Uh, she's walking down the aisle
0: (laughs) <laughs>
1: looks very nice. Very nice dress. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Sparkly shoes. I love them.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you see your shoes? Um, yeah. So that that's pretty much going to wrap it up, I think, for this time. Mm-hmm. Um, we, can, we can go into the plugs, I guess. Thanks to the music. Fieldprocessor.com. Check them out. Yes. Good and band.
0: Yeah. And check out those back episodes. There's lots of fun material there.
1: Yes, there is.
0: And if you have any... Questions, comments, things you want me to investigate while I am abroad. That would be fun. I heard this rumor about Brazil. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Just get them to us quick because she's leaving in the morning. So, yeah, but I don't know. I can pass them on, I guess.
0: I have email. Yeah. It all goes to my iPad.
1: I know. Just, you, you might miss it.
0: <laughs> Ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, with that, I actually wanted to do one last thing. Ooh, okay. Uh, in the spirit of festivities of this of this Christmas holidays, I want to throw a general uh, comment out to society, whether anyone hears this or not. But I just think everyone needs to take a little step back and sort of realize what's going on here with this the season, because I have seen a lot of angry people honking and tr- trumbling all over each other about stampedes, and Black Fridays uh all this, this this culture of it's me versus everyone else and it's a general thing that's that's an issue with people but everyone let's just let's just calm down for a second here uh it's the holidays whether you're a christian uh, jewish whatever any kind of what's a kwanza kwanza kwanza
0: Oh, what religion are they? Yeah. I'm not sure.
1: Okay, so whether you're one of those, everyone <laughs> might have a holiday. It doesn't matter. It's it's the time of, I think, just to take a step back and sort of let's recognize mankind and be a little nicer to each other. Um, there's a lot of people who are honking uh, on the street because they're, like, stuck in traffic, and you're not realizing you're part of the traffic, all right? Like, it's not everyone else's fault that they're on the road with you. And if you're going to the mall and you're trying to buy something and it's so busy there, it's not everyone else's fault that you can't get that thing or that this thing is sold out because you are a part of this equation we're all in this together we're one big human race here let's uh Mm -hmm. let's be a little kind to each other and uh enjoy the rest of this season of supposed to be giving
0: solid message solid message
1: so if i don't hear from you until after christmas thanks for listening i like it and until next time
0: Take one more
1: for the road.